Hey y'all, it's your girl Naisha Stone, and you're listening to the Carved in Stone podcast, where our positive news articles come to life. Now let's get into the episode. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome back to the Carbon Stone podcast, where positive news articles come to life. Hope y'all been enjoying season two so far. I know it's been a lot of media people, but y'all just gonna have to get used to it. Um, but we have another great episode. Before I introduce our um, this week's guest, I would like to just say that we just covered Sundance Film Festival in person last week, where we got to interview a lot of celebrities, actors, and stuff like that. So please check out our coverage at www.carbonstone.com. And if y'all feeling real good, Become a paid subscriber and support our positive news coverage. You can do monthly or yearly. Up to y'all. But I'm done doing some little marketing. Let's get into this week's episode. So this week, we got a really special guest on, Truman McGee, who is the founder and owner of Funky Fresh Spring Rolls, which is a really known healthy spot here in Milwaukee, and which is really great, is now they're now growing nationally across the country, which I want to talk about because that's kind of like one of his goals that has been a goal since he started his business. So how are you doing? Hey y'all, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You got a name for the carving stone people, like the the carve carve mafia or something like that. If we got Funky Fresh Nation, you know Beyonce got the Beehive. What do you, what do you call your listeners? I don't want to name them if they want to name themselves or if somebody else wants to name them, that's fine. But I'm not really good with names. Like I didn't even name Carving Stone, so like I'm, I'm not I'm not the stoners. name person. This the, the see see this where you give me in trouble. See. <laughs> It's for the carbs and stoners, you know. Okay, tell me about the name carbs and stone. Like, where did that come from? How you interviewing me on the podcast? But since we over here, um, <laughs> my friend Jarrell McDonald, I had told him, um, uh, so 2017, so seven years, uh, we, so a month before we had started, I released the first article. I went to his house, and I'm like, I got this idea. I interviewed like a creative. I wanted to just start interviewing people, and I'm like, I was gonna call it Stow Files. Cause my last name Stone, that was so weak. And then he was just like carving stone. And the reason it's named how it is, like spelled, it's because when I spelled it out, somebody already took it. And then not looking back on it, Ian Stone, Naisha Stone. So it ended up all just like kind of working out. But not him interviewing me on the podcast, listen, as y'all see. Stoners, <laughs> listen, if y'all listening, like the Stoners is it? It's your last name, you know. <laughs> I used to get in trouble at school because I used to be like Naisha Stoner. I used to put like the parentheses yeah. like in the R and my teacher used to get so mad. So Listen, mad. It's, it's for the people that go hard for you like the stone. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Like, it, does it not make sense? Anywho. Oh, tr- oh, trust me. You know, you know it, it makes it makes plenty of sense to me. But okay. anyway, flipping this back to you. Um, <laughs> you have been doing this for, for some years now. You started back in 2013. Um, you kind of had you know, lost your job and like all mm-hmm. of that stuff. But like, how does it feel right now to be at this point where everybody want to talk to you? Everybody want to hear your story. And yeah. you kind of like really, really are tremendously growing, not just here in Milwaukee, but, you know, finally getting the recognition you need across the country. Right. 2013 was a good year. Um, Drake had an album called Nothing Was the Same. And that's like one of my favorite albums from Drake at the time, because he, he that was his, you know, that starts from the bottom when I would hear a song. That's like one of his first songs that really w- took new heights than even where he was at before. And that song resonated with me because I was at the bottom in 2013. I was living with my mom, living with my dad, and just trying to figure out my life. And I remember that song being like my mantra. Like one day I'm going to be able to sing that loud and proud. And I definitely had a lot of 
a lot of times in the last few years where I was just rocking out to that song because it it perfectly uh encapsulated in, in where I was at. You know, living at my mama's house, we argue every month. You know, that's like literally my theme song. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, where I'm at today is it's a it's a dream, but it's a dream in reality. And now I'm just looking forward to the next ten years of my life. What does what does that look like? That's something I've been doing personally because I felt like I've like where I'm at today. I I literally imagined it, so it's like, oh my god, if I can imagine this next ten years, this ten years, what can I do with the next? What can I do with the next? So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm I've fulfilled a lot of my dreams, and now you know, becoming a national brand, we're on our way there now. You know. Well, congratulations to that, because you said like your dreams, you living in reality now. And a lot of people can't say that um, when you were in those moments, because I know it's like to be at home. I know it's like to be arguing with people and you and you going to have these big meetings and have to come back home. And they don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, but how do you get how did you get through those moments when it was just like, all right, I know I'm pushing hard enough, but I still ain't where exactly where I want to be. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's for me where the spiritual part of my journey um, held strong. Um, like when you had a point where you got this idea and got this dream or whatever, like, like a lot of times we expect the people closest to us to like gravitate to that and, and, and hold on and, and actually support that. But just cause they love you, we expect that. But a lot of people don't, you know, if it's not their dream, they're not obligated to believe in your dream, even just because they love you. If anything, if you got a big dream, they're going to be like, man, don't you, they, they might try to talk you down the ledge. Like, you know, um, that's a, that's a lofty dream. I remember telling my dad, like, man, I think we could, I could make this product and we could get into grocery stores across the country. Yada, yada, yada. But since we don't know people that's doing that every day, he like, man, you should go back to your job and, you know, go to a safe job and get a safe wage and this, this and that. And at first I was so offended because a lot of people didn't believe. But in reality, they, they they just wanted me to be OK, you know, so I, I understand that. So during the times to answer your question, when, um, you know, things are uncertain, you really got to, you know, tap into that spiritual power and that that mental belief you got. And think like, you know what, one step at a time, one day at a time, I could get there. I heard this, I heard this interesting stat yesterday that says, in order to achieve uh any sort of growth, you need you just gotta grow four percent, uh four percent whatever time frame that is. So like four percent in a month or four percent in a year, whatever, that's not a lot. You know, so like let's look at it as in if you lifting weights. So if I had to lift a hundred pounds and I wanna get stronger. All I got to do is worry about getting 4% stronger. 4% of 100 is four. So I got this, this rounded to five. So I got to be able to lift five more pounds in a month and I'm technically stronger. That's, that's a little bit. So for me, I was really detailed that I was really focusing on just getting a little bit better over time. And that, for me, that to this day, that's, that's the key to life is just getting better a little bit at a time. Rather than getting, you know, if it's saving money, if it's getting literally stronger in the gym, if it's trying to learn more about entrepreneurship, just get a little bit better, stronger, smarter in whatever field you're trying to accomplish and you'll get there. And then you can look back 10, 20 years later and be like, dang, remember where I started off at? Like, oh, okay. that was, ooh, look I at that. You know, I love to do that when I'm walking. I might take a walk or whatever. I might be at the lakefront and take a walk. 
And I might look back at where I started to walk from. I'm like, damn, I'm already down here, but it's one step at a time, you know? And that's, that, that's the key. A lot of people listen out there, like any billionaire, millionaire, whatever, anybody who's achieved any type of success, they started just with a little bit. No one, no one gets no lottery tickets. You know, I think we live in this lottery ticket lifestyle where we be wanting to get quick, rich overnight or whatever. Sounds good. It looks good, but in, in more than likely it's not going to happen. We got to just focus on the little bit a day. I think that's hard for some people because I'm mean, think for everybody, because we all, there are a lot of things that can happen in one day. So I feel like it does um, the mental thing, the spirituality thing. I think that really matters when it comes to fighting for your dreams. Cause once you know what you want, everything in life is going to tell you that you should not have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything going to be thrown at you. You can be like, I want to make spring, spring rolls, but the grocery store closed, the prices didn't went up all of this stuff. But like how bad, do you want it? So can you walk me back to when you got that call or that email from Palermo's or however that conversation, the very first conversation, and you were just like, I think this it. Can you walk See, us back? Yeah, so for, for I'm going to counter what you said by, this is this is book that I love called The Alchemist. I love The Alchemist. Love The Alchemist. I try to read it at least once a year. But they do say they do say that if you want the thing, the more that you try strive for stuff, it will come with it will come for you. Like the more you put it out there, stuff is going to bring it to you. But I was just saying that sometimes it's a mix of both. But there, but <laughs> the more you push up, put it out there, you will get what you want. You gotta you gotta be focused and shift through it, shift through the the negative to find that little thing. So like the the alchemist got a quote that said. If you want to succeed, all the universe conspires to help you. And I believe that. So not and not to say that the bad things don't come, they do, but you got to just shift through the, all of the bad to find the little good and to help you to that next level. So um, I'm going to tell a story that's sort of related and I'm going to get to the, to the Palermos. Um, so this happened recently. I missed the flight and um, I needed to be in that. This happened like last week. I need to be in Dallas on Wednesday. I missed the flight. The next flight didn't come to the next day. So I'm like, dang, I'm like, you ever miss a flight before? It's just the, I don't know if you ever missed a flight. I will, I will. Yes, I, I have. It's horrible, it's horrible right? feeling. <laughs> so I was like, all right, what's the reason for me missing this flight? Am I going to find something? Is it something, something good going to come out of it? Whatever. If I thought negatively, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, I could use that me missing the flight and then think about all the negative things that can kind of snowball from that. Or I could think of all of the positive things that can come from it. So I thought about, all right, some more work I could do at home. I could, I could, uh, I've I been rolling like small batches of spring rolls like exclusively to our uh, customers because right now our product is off the shelf. So I'm just trying to keep the customers fed or whatever. I, so I could do that, whatever. So literally the next day I caught my correct flight, got to the airport. They were like, hey, something's wrong with your seat. We got to push you way in the back. I'm like, oh, my God. So my seat's worse or whatever. I sit next to this lady. It's 6 a.m. I got my headphones on. got my hood on. got a hat on. I got glasses on. I don't even want to be seen. I'm just trying to hide. I had my Funky Fresh Nation shirt on or hoodie on. The lady's, like, talking to me. Hey, Funky Fresh. I think I heard of Funky Fresh before. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we whatever, whatever, whatever. She's like, oh, I used to work for you. Or I worked for UWM. And she was talking about like her, one of her coworkers used to be my mentor named Cheryl Mitchell. She passed away, God rest her soul. And we talking about Cheryl or whatever. And then she's also said like, you know what? 
like my best, one of my best friends works for Whole Foods. She works for, she's the, the national, like the top dog at Whole Foods who buys frozen products. So I need to give you her information. So I got the lady information and I got a meeting schedule for her in March in, 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 uh, in Los, Los Angeles, whatever. So it's like, if I wouldn't have missed that flight, that for sure would have happened, you know? So it's like, man, all these little things happen, you know, and I just try to focus on the good and not the bad that comes along with it. But kind of to go back to the Palermos, that conversation has has happened for for some time. I met Giacomo. Who do you know, Giacomo? Have you no. met Giacomo? Mm -mm. We gotta get we gotta get Giacomo here. Giacomo is a he's a true entrepreneur. He you okay love okay. Him. I'm gonna hook you up with Giacomo. That's my thing. So you can you Big. can talk and he and he love us too. He let you want to work with us. So, um, Giacomo, um, I met him in 2018, like a couple of days after my daughter was born. At this like, I was the um. I was the moderator of a panel of other food businesses and um, like not food business, food manufacturers. And um, Giacomo was on the, on the panel. Um, Katie from Milwaukee pretzel. Um, John Seville brought, I think CEO or something like that. Uh, Sargento cheese. We talking about the biggest of the big. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, like, what am I doing here? I'm like, just, I'm just, you know, just thinking small at the, at, in the moment. Got to think big, right? Yes. So in the moment, I'm thinking like, what is Funky Fresh is on the stage with multi, multi-millionaire, you know, billion dollar companies? And I was like, and, and now look back on there because I belong there. That's why. Exactly. But at the moment, I was like, what am I doing here? And I remember like talking to Giacomo. He had so much energy. He just got swag to him. And I took a picture with him. And in my mind, I said, we're going to do business together one day. We're going to do business together, right? So 2019, he used to come into the Sherman Phoenix. He was he was helping out with Sauce and Spice, being a mentor with her. And I'm just like, you know, I, I you know I see him in there. What up, Giacomo? I call, what up, Jack? You know, I'm just like, you know, talking to him, whatever, and, and, and whatever. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to just ask him. I said, hey. I said, how do you think Funky Fresh would be if we had a frozen product? You know, y'all the king of the frozen pizzas, you know? Like, what do you think about a product like ours on a grocery store shelf? He's like, I think it would do great. I got great branding. It's a great product. We got to figure this out, this out, whatever. You know, we should talk one day. All right. So it's still 2019. Um, I meet him and, and the COO, Peter, of Palermo's in their, in their boardroom. And um, they're asking me questions like, hey, so... Um, do you got your name trademarked or whatever? I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, really? Do you got this? Do you got that? Do you got this? And I'm like, yep, yep. How much do spring rolls cost per roll? This cost. I got I had all my information ready for them. So they was like very impressed. So um, we had another meeting. This is going into 2020 now. We had another meeting, and I was bringing samples of our product. And on the way to the meeting, I get in a car crash on 35th and Center. Oh my God. Right. So car destroyed all the spring rolls flew everywhere. And I, was, <laughs> I was more mad about the spring rolls than anything. Like I got sauce on my beard, on my shirt. The cops ain't say nothing to me. Like, dog, y'all ain't gonna y'all let me walk around with boom boom sauce on my face. Whatever. So we had to reschedule the meeting. And then that was in March of 2020. Like a week later, COVID. Shut the whole world down. Everybody changed, whatever. We get into, we start selling frozen rolls ourselves. We had to figure out 
what life is or whatever. And um, I totally forgot about the meeting. I was at that time, I was just trying to figure out how to survive, you know, how to how to, you know, take care of our employees. So um, going into 2021, we got into Outpost. We got into Cynics all by ourselves, got into like 18 stores. We making it happen solo. And he reached back out to me in February of 2021 said, hey, man, I want to still have the conversations. I hear y'all doing good things, whatever. And this time, they had a whole pitch for me. They had, like, a whole PowerPoint presentation of just dream of Funky Fresh, whatever, whatever. You know, and I'm like, man, that's that. this is this could be legit. So, like, after a year negotiating, we, we pretty much figured out that we're going to create a company together called Funky Villa. Wasn't selling no equity of Funky Fresh Spring Roll, so I still own that. You know, that's a misconception out there that Truman sold out. He sold his business. No, I didn't. I partnered up with another company. Tell him. And, you know, people say that. You, oh, <laughs> don't get me on that. I'm Man, trust it. me. I know people, but people have so much to say, and they're not even doing half the stuff that you're doing. You well, wouldn't even. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it PG. Positive. The, keep it positive. Owners, you know, keep it PG. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. We we created a new company together where I'm um I'm part owner of the new company and now new company manufactures pretty much licensed the name Funky Fresh Spring Rolls so we can make product distribute it whatever they help us in 2023 they helped us get in our do our test phase we got into 150 stores we tried out our products all over and now going into 2024 we got new product you gonna be the first this is exclusive carved in stone. Uh, carved in the stone um report but we're yeah we're yeah our packaging we're going into we were like pouches we weren't like in the bigger pouches or whatever this is actually an og pouch but we're in a pouch but now we're going into uh a box oh you got boxes now oh you oh yeah yeah yes now to a box uh we got a, a better manufacturer that we work with gonna have a high quality product i don't have a timeline but this year this year we're 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 prepping for our new product to hit the shelves, and we're going to be in 500 stores this year. So at 500 stores, it's going to pretty much hit all the Midwest, and that goes good. We keep building and building, and hopefully, when we're going to be, you know, funky fresh nation for real. Not if when, because look at what you already done. You it's, started. It's happen. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna happen. Wow, this is so amazing. Like I always. I've been interviewing you over the years and just to see like you have never changed who you are as a person, like ever. Like you still be who you are no matter what room you walk in. So I commend you for like just being you because it's a hard, tough world out here being a business yeah. owner and yeah. you showing up as a black man, a strong black man, tall black man. And, you know, <laughs> look at I'm me. <laughs> I'm flexing right now. Oh, my God. Um, So going into 2024. How what how do you want to grow as a as a business owner? I know you're saying you're always constantly learning and doing stuff, but are some are there some things you want to work on as a business owner as as your business keeps growing? Yeah, so one of my goals is to to constantly evolve my business acumen, learn more as a business person and and grow like professionally, you know, learning um what, what learning the, the ins and outs of the frozen business. So right now, um, I've been working a lot internally with Palermo's just because we don't have any product on the shelf right now. Um, so I've been learning the back end of it. So previously, my role with Funky Villa is like product development, you know, sales, marketing, doing doing the um, 
the demos at the grocery store and just being in front of a customer. Now I'm learning about all of the insights of like what it takes to make packaging. Um, you know, the on the business side of of all all the costs that's entailed, all of the conversations we have with legal, um, on the, on the accounting, looking at books and everything, figuring out what our budget is going to be for not this year, but years down the line, and you know, figuring out all right the next the next products we're going to launch is it more spring rolls, the funky fresh bowls, the funky fresh pizza, so. Learning all of the all of the things and 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 being in all those conversations to take Funky Fresh to the next level is it you know on the the restaurant franchise route you know so many different ways that Funky Fresh can evolve and I'm just even just talking to a knowledge like man it's 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 pretty amazing that we started from you know out of my parents' house but now we having con uh, conversations about. Uh, to you know, a franchise model. What does that look like? You know, and and just believing, like, yo, this if anything is possible, like, you can't tell me that. I mean, we we get examples all the time. You know, like I always look at Jay Z. That's one of my favorite rappers. But what he's, he he came from the projects to being a billion dollars. But I think you know, the being being I am a I do have capitalistic goals, but I also have goals as far as elevating what entrepreneurs what entrepreneurship can be for black folks too like how far we can go so that's that's something that's very important for me because what's the point of being successful if you can't bring other people with you that's not and, and being successful for me is you know being creative and doing all the things you love to do but also paying it forward to the next generation of people or even my peers to to get to that next level for like the last year and a half, I've been hearing from everybody, dream big, like dream big from like a lot of people. Um, Can you explain that to people what that means? I feel it's an abstract thing unless you like are really a dreamer. But to people who kind of stop dreaming, like what advice would you give to them to be like dream big? And like, what does that really mean? Right. So I'm looking at, I'm grabbing this far, this, um, our funky fresh logo right and they got a little tm got trademark on the the bottom of it you know because it's literally trademark but also when i see tm i think of my my initials truman mcgee truman mcgee and i think of like as a kid i used to always imagine that my name would be everywhere because of the little tm i would see you know on the movie trailer you see like the the graphics and they say TM on or see a logo, Hanes, TM, whatever. I used to literally as a kid, I used to imagine that TM would be everywhere, whatever. My name, I didn't realize it stood for trademark, but I truly believed it stood for Truman McGee. And that childhood dream has been able to manifest in reality or into adulthood because my name is everywhere. But also it's a little reminder. It's like a little Easter egg. It's like, it's like, it's a reminder for me to continue to dream that anything is truly possible. We are the curators of our destiny. And it always sounds so cliche or whatever. And but it's it's true. Like you could, if you don't believe it, it was if you believe it or not, it's gonna happen, no matter what. You know, and then and what I also like about dreaming big is we are human. So you could dream bigger than you can imagine and you could fail at that dream. But if you do everything possible, you still will land close. For example, if I if, if my if it was a dream of mine to do um a hundred push-ups a day, which for me personally, 
that's a low dream. A hundred push-ups in um, if I'm woke for 16 hours a day, you know, that's not a lot of push-ups. You know, if I had to do a thousand push-ups a day and I fell at doing a thousand push-ups and I land at 600, that's going to be bigger than that hundred, that, uh, that goal of doing a hundred push-ups. You know, if I fail at doing a hundred push-ups, which is an average, a uh, low, a low level goal, I'm gonna be below average. If I fail at doing hundred, if I fail at doing a thousand push-ups, I'm gonna be way greater than that hundred. I'm gonna still be good. So if you dream big and you fail at your dreams, you still gonna land in a great spot. You still gonna do pretty darn good. You know, so that's why I encourage people to dream big. If you don't, if you if you don't, you know, have that goal, or whatever. What do you have to gauge where you at or whatever? So that's that's my that's just my TED talk about dreaming. That's exactly why people be wanting to listen to you talk because you just be <laughs> dropping like gems. And I don't even think you don't even be doing it on purpose. You really just be talking. And I could tell, yeah. but it's like you're really like you really are educating people. Cause like, man, like like you said, you could be like, I wanna gain, I wanna make a million dollars. But even if you don't reach that million dollars, you could reach the six hundred, six hundred thousand dollars that Seriously. you would have never got. If you would have just been like, I'm going to make 5000 I'm going to just aim for five. Like, why aim for five? I recently, I ain't going to say how much I pitched for, but when I was in Utah, I was talking to this random white guy, and he was saying that um, he said he had raised like $30 million for his company, right? And I had just I just pitched yesterday, and I was like, how long your company been around? He was like, a year. <laughs> and I'm like, and so I swear to God, I, raised, I, I, I doubled my number of what I asked for because I'm like, ain't no way. I've been doing this for seven years and I'm still aiming low when I have these big dreams. So why? All they can say is no. But if I don't ever go big, I will never know if I can reach that number or those goals. So can I give a couple share a couple of gems about my my goal writing techniques? Oh, yeah. All right. So I got some goals, life goals. Right? I'm just, I am just put it up on my I, my computer. Oh, you be you be writing yours, too. I'll be, I'll be keeping good. mine close. Right. My And I'm actually right on this. My goal was to make five hundred thousand dollars per month, but I'm gonna change that to a million dollars per month. That's that's uh that's only um twelve million dollars a year. That's doable. That's real. Like to make um twelve million dollars a year is it's doable. We know people. That, I mean, we know professional athletes that do that, but it's probably some some other people making twelve million dollars a year. So own over twenty properties, build state of the art house, uh, funky fresh. Franchise has 500 locations nationwide. Funky Fresh owns 40 food trucks to market roles. Learn to play the drums. Uh, learn to do more backflips. Build state of art gym. You know, I got just crazy, crazy goals, right? And I got like 75 different goals. At the end of these goals, I got this that I read every time. It says, do not reduce your goals as you write. Because what happens is... We write our goals and we say, oh, to make a million dollars a month. Oh, my God, that's that's too crazy. How about just, you know, $100,000 per month? Uh, don't make it make it your crazy. Do the crazy goal, because if you fail at making a million, you do 800,000. Like Naisha said, you're still good. Right. Two, don't get lost in details how to accomplish those goals. So don't overthink say, it. Say that again. Say that again. Don't get lost in the details how to accomplish that. Right. So if I say I want to make a million dollars per month, you know, I'm a, a lot of times like, how? Like, what can you do to make a million dollars a month? I don't even make a thousand dollars per month or whatever. Like, don't get lost in it. Okay. We're going to get there. Number three, 
what actions can I take to succeed? Right. And this is and this is a this is the the big part of manifestation that people forget that it takes action. Okay. <laughs> think it and believe it. You got to act on it, right? So what can you do to make a million dollars per month? Like, okay, well, maybe I can have a company that sells, you know, a hundred thousand spring rolls per month or five hundred thousand. Okay, how do I get a company to sell hundred thousand spring rolls per month? All right, now I gotta create a company that sells this product. Okay, how do you create a company? All right, well, let me learn, let me go on YouTube and learn about creating a company, right? It's always an action to get to get to that to get to that point. It always is. Man, so what happens is beautiful. people People forget, like, even if the action is just small, it's still an action. But like right? you just said, it, all it take is that one step. And those one steps add up to 12 and then add yeah. it to more and more miles. That's it. So then fourth is, is two more, three more. Fourth, take the actions you come up with. So now that you got a list of actions, take those actions that you come up with. Um, five, do not prematurely devalue your actions. Right. So what happens is we take a small action and we're like, oh, that, that's not going to count. It will count. OK, it count. OK, I'm going to tell a story. Uh, I know we got a few minutes left. I'm going to tell a story about this collecting penny story that that's going to get right into that. Don't, do not devalue your actions you come up with. And then lastly is forgive the past. What mm. happens is humans, we have this thing. We like to beat ourselves up. We like to make ourselves pay from past mistakes over and over and over again, right? Just forgive the past. Animals, one thing I love about animals is they, like, imagine if a lion missed out on a hunt, right? And then he going, you think the lion going to continue to beat itself up? Like, oh my God, I can't miss, I can't believe I missed that gazelle, man. And weeks later, man, man, that gazelle slipped right through my hand. No, the lion's on the next hunt. That's how we got to be. We got to be on to the next. We we the only species that we, we take one loss and we continue to take the loss over and over and over again. Yeah, you can if you keep making the same mistake, but take the loss and move on. Learn from it. So one, I, two. Three. Yeah, I, I needed I needed that one just for relationship wise. I needed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Move on. Yes. But you say you had a story or was that yeah. the story? No, 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 no. So the story is. I call the story Pennies, and I like it because uh, my mama name is Penny, too. All right. But um, the story Pennies, it starts around that time, 2013, 2013, 2014, where um, I was figuring these out. Actually, it was 2014. I just was able to move out of Penny house. Get it, my mom. But um, I was able to move out of her house and, you know, got a roommate or something. Me and my brother were roommates. And at that time, I was just still struggling I'm, I'm selling i'm doing workouts i'm personal training or whatever this money is tight or whatever only money i had to my name at the time was all of the money in my son's piggy bank he had a green bay packers piggy bank and um i brought busted open the piggy bank bang you know he was devastated he was like three he don't remember but he's 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 like in the background he heard the story so many times he was like, Dad, please, can you not tell a story in the moment? It's such a good story, though. Anywho, <laughs> took the pennies, put it in a piggy bank. Or, sorry, put the pennies from the piggy bank in a mason jar. Right? It filled up the mason jar. It's like a 32-ounce mason jar. Filled it up about halfway. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, this is maybe 20 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever. Take it to the bank. It was $86. I was like, what? Took that $86 to 
um, pick and save, got ingredients to make spring rolls, made $300. Took that $300, got some gas, paid my phone bill, went back to the store, flipped that, made another $600, whatever. I was able to get out of that position from all those pennies I, I connected, I collected. So what happens with pennies is we see a penny and we say, oh, that's only worth a penny, right? But it's still worth something, you know? And we we devalue little amounts of money. It's a real thing. People walk past pennies all the time. But the pennies collected over time accumulates, right? At that time, for me, it accumulated to $84. So in life, we're, we have situations where me and you, we're, 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 we're exchanging information. I see other people make mistakes. I'm learning from that. I make my own mistakes. I'm, I'm, I'm reading, reading books. I'm learning on YouTube. I'm reaching out to people. All these situations, experiences, it's like collecting pennies. So what, what happens is on this entrepreneur journey, you collect, instead of collecting pennies, you collect wealth of knowledge. And you're able to cash this in for at different opportunities. You know, now, now, like if I wasn't mentally where I needed to be for the Palermo's deal, like there's no way they would have, there's no way a company, a billion dollar company wouldn't want to invest in me. Like, yeah, Truman, you're a cool dude. You got a nice smile and a shiny bald head, but why are we going to invest actually money in you? Because it's not because of how I am or cool. It's because of what I know, you know, and if it's no cooking, if it's no marketing and no whatever, they invest in that because that, and what I know is from me collecting all of the knowledge, all of the pennies throughout this time. So don't don't devalue again those the little actions that you do. You know, it, everything counts. But what happens is we got to be patient. We got to be patient and we got to be consistent to constantly collect pennies. And also, we got to be uh diligent and we got to go out of our way to collect pennies. If I see a penny from across the parking lot, I'm walking over and getting it to this day. I don't care if I got $50,000 or $5 in my bank account, I'm going to go and collect a penny because I know it's going to add up to something greater. So as entrepreneurs, as people, we got to constantly look for pennies. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like little actual pennies and lessons in life. Somebody listening to this story is going to collect some pennies. This is this is pennies for real. Man, yeah. I'm collecting pennies and I'm glad like you you bring that up as a good point cuz we do forget how valuable pennies, little thoughts, little criticisms, everything like really does matter. It's just how you intake it. Everything can't be negative. It's just what works for you, keep it and you know, share your knowledge with everybody else. That's um it. before we run out of time, what do you want people to get when they listen to this interview? I, I want people to to look at their own situations in life and say, all right, Truman is just like anybody else. Like what, what do we have in common? What, like, and I'd say this is what we got in common is we all humans, we make mistakes, we learn, but we all got greatness in us, but we got to choose to be great too. You know, like one thing that we, we always hear is, man, you're born for greatness and everything else. Yeah, we are. We all got great potential. Well, we got to choose to be great every day. We got to make decisions. We got to do things that we don't want to do. We got to go above and beyond. We got to, you know, um, choose greatness. So um, what I want people to get out is like, you know, make a decision, commit, commit to whatever it is and do a little bit of it a day. 
just listening to a book. If you listen to this podcast, you 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 got your greatness for today because I'm hopefully I gave you some value for listening. Um, but continue that too. Get you know get on the winning streak. Start your own winning streak. You know we all we be all obsessed with the Packers and the Bucks and this this and that, which is cool. But listen, be be your biggest fan and start your own winning streak. Work out, eat healthy, drink water, read, meditate, pray. You know, talk to people that that you, you that you don't know. You know, uh, network. Uh, talk to people you do know that you haven't talked to. You never know like how much information your loved ones got that we just haven't. You know, we just don't ask or whatever. All of the resources that we need, we have already. We just gotta gotta go find it. It's out there, y'all. It's out there. If you want it. Say you want it and then go for it. If you ain't got nothing else, go for it. Well, thank you, Truman. Make sure y'all buy some Funky Fresh Spring Rolls. And if y'all ain't got something at y'all nearest grocery store, y'all need to make sure that y'all contact Truman or Palamros or however that work, and they're going to get them over there for y'all. Yeah, so later this year, we'll be relaunching the stores. But for now, you can follow us on Funky Fresh Spring Rolls, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Threads. TikTok, we everywhere. We, they are literally we, everywhere. We 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 sell our product at Lush Popcorn now, so you can find it there. Um, pretty soon, like I said, we'll be back on some shelves. But if not, you just tune in. We got good content too. We make you laugh. Hopefully, he is actually very hilarious. If y'all haven't noticed yet, well, that that's the episode. Thank you for listening to Carbonist on podcast. Make sure to join us every Tuesday as I bring someone new from around the world to talk about the positive things in their life. And remember, in the end, everything will be carved in stone. In the end, everything will be carved in stone.